0: Welcome to Around the Sound with Cody Critcher, where we're having conversations about the music industry and the process that goes into taking songs from the recording studio to your ears. On today's episode, we're joined by Chase Johansson. But first, here's a snippet of his song, Old Man
1: only by his needs And he put together things that didn't belong And that's where I come from I'm the one that went wrong I live in the silence I was raised with the sheep Learning to follow Learning to keep Quiet in the masses and not be undone Cause I am the chosen, I am the one I am the element of fire, the presence of flame And I will burn away the issue from your family
0: Welcome back, music lovers, to Around the Sound with Cody Critcher. I'm your host, and uh, today we have Chase Johansson with us. So, Chase, uh, it's a pleasure having you on the show. Yeah, thanks. I'm glad to be here. So, Chase, I just want to go ahead and let you, first off, give you an opportunity to let the listeners know a little bit about
1: you and a little bit about your music. Okay. So, I am, you know, basically a musician that has been a singer-songwriter for... Maybe 10 years now. I say that because I picked up an instrument maybe 10 years ago. Um, Guitar, about for the last, maybe five or six years. Mm -hmm. So, I've basically been playing, recording, writing, collaborating, learning, educating um, as much as I can uh, and trying to get better at all my instruments. And in the process, I've been able to have some pretty cool opportunities along the way. Uh, I just put out a record called Second Things First about a year ago, and it's been doing very well. Go check it out on Spotify or anywhere else you stream music. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I was
0: before the show today, I was going in and really listening to a lot of your music again. And one of the things that really kind of stands out about you to me is you kind of you very much tell stories through your music. And I think that's something that. Not everybody does nowadays, you know, because everybody's chasing that hit or that fresh sound, but ex- all of your songs seem to have a, a story to it, and it's almost like you're a storyteller, especially I was looking, listening to Old Man, and that's very much a story, and it's something that I don't hear a lot of.
1: Yeah, well, I think that it's important to make music that, um, that, and I guess I, I I'll put it this way. When I was in music class, when I was very young, I had a teacher talk about what makes something something like a music a classic, what makes a song classic, how can you make a song stand the test of time? And to me, I think that people connect with stories. I think that's really where music came from, It was a method of telling the stories to the next generations of people, passing information on, you know, long after you're gone, so that people have a better understanding of the world around them i i feel i feel like if you want to create a song or music that's going to stand the test of time you have to connect with your audiences now and you have to connect with your audiences two three four hundred years from now and how do you do that i think the best way to do that is to make a song that's not only have has instruments and um, lyrics that are going to make sense now and then but also I don't know it's difficult it's a difficult approach and I think that's why I try to maybe tell stories through it because through music because I think that it's uh, it's important to try to make your music as classic as you possibly can make it so that it will stand the test of time Yeah, definitely. I think that's
0: one of the things if you look at the hit songs that people always remember. It's about longevity. You know, if you look at the top fifty right now, how many of those songs will we be remembering a year from now?
1: Yeah, and that's just it. I just don't I I don't really pay too much attention to what's hot. I mean, you definitely have to stay on top of things. I definitely listen to all types of music. But I don't necessarily let it affect my music. I think that you should chase your sound. And if good music will find an audience. A guy named Jason Spiewak told me that once, and I just think that's 100 percent correct. It doesn't matter what type of music it is. If it's good, if it's good music, you'll find an audience. Definitely. So how would you describe
0: your sound? Like what is Chase Johansson's style?
1: That's, that's a question. That's a great question. I've struggled with that question for a while. Um, I don't know how would you describe my sound?
0: (laughs) Well, you see, I've listened to obviously, you know, some of your solo work. And I've also, you know, heard you perform with Animal Behavior and heard you perform some of your original uh, work for that group as well as, you know, I was at a philanthropy event where y'all were doing a bunch of classic rock covers. So I've seen you kind of cover the whole spectrum from rock to a little bit of, you know, more indie, but then some of your songs almost have like kind of like an alternative country vibe to it. So Mm. (laughs) it's, it's kind of, I feel like you don't really have a true like niche, which is allows you to be very universal. I think you can really appeal to a lot of people as long because your lyrics are so good. And I think you have a very good understanding of music behind it. I can't remember what the specific song was I was listening to earlier, but I'm pretty sure you brought in some strings behind it and went from like kind of like a guitar kind of vibe to like some violin, and I was like, "What was yeah. that?" It was cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's I just I let the song go where it wants to go. I don't necessarily want to be in a genre, and that's why I've struggled with this question for a long time. I want people to just know me from my music and my sound. I don't I don't necessarily want to be. Stuck to one genre or another, but it can not help you from a marketing perspective to be in a genre. It's good to be maybe um, paired up with, uh, you know, Jack Johnson or James Bay or Ed Sheeran. And if you're in the singer songwriter genre or maybe the alternative pop genre, it can definitely help you. So if I had to put myself in something, I'd probably put myself into folk and pop. Uh, maybe more uh, the Lumineers-style music moving forward, Um, just playing a lot of acoustic and a lot of percussive sounds and and telling stories and just making music that will appeal to audiences, old and young, now and in the future. And uh, I don't see a sense in making music that's going to last for a few moments, Um, although I completely understand I completely understand it and I, I I'd like to probably dabble in electronic music and not saying that it's 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 here today gone tomorrow but you know what I'm saying it's it's just that uh, the music that I write isn't necessarily the music I always listen to but m- the music that I write is an ongoing practice and I let it go where it wants to go so what sort of music do you listen to if if
0: it's not necessarily the same style, what are some of your you know inspirations? Who are the people you like listening to and kind of dabbling with, kind of emulating a little bit?
1: Um everybody, but right now it's been a lot of jazz music. That's mm-hmm. such a horrible answer. But there's some people named Christian. Some, some people, some, uh, some really good people out there in the jazz circuit. One person named Christian Scott, another bad, bad, not good. They're just kind of some newer jazz fusion bands that I got the pleasure of seeing um, a couple summers ago. And I just been studying their music. For me, it's educational. Uh, the way they approach rhythm and meter, it's just, it don't necessarily have to emulate it, but you can repurpose it and use it in your music and make your music unique. Um, maybe by blending different inspirations and different influences from different genres. But I ultimately like rock. I love the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Those are my favorite band. Uh, I listen to, um, well, like I said, re- most recently, just Miles Davis has been on the record, uh, on the on the needle, I guess. But really everybody, I, I listen to, to hip-hop, I listen to rock, I listen to country, I listen to... Bluegrass, got some folk roots, some Doc Watson, some old gypsy jazz, Django Reinhardt stuff. I could go on forever, Cody. I really could, but (laughs) you know, that's that. I guess that answers your question.
0: That's one of the things that kind of you know stands out to me about you and just a lot of really good musicians is that they're they're students of the music. They're students of the craft. They're always trying to listen to other genres that might not necessarily be what they're going for, but just kind of to get inspiration or just to learn more. I just think from like that standpoint, that's something that can really help you be successful long-term because you're, you're always learning more. You're always learning how to create something new.
1: Definitely. And, um, goes with anything in life. Just keep learning no matter what it is. Every podcast I get on, I end up bouting off about how people need to read more, but read more. Yeah, yeah. I think I picked up a
0: book for like the first time, like forever, you know, back in college, you always pick a crack up in uh, textbooks being, you know, quarantined with all this stuff, picked up a nice little novel, knocked it out. So it was, It was nice. It was fun. Yeah. something different even
1: just, even just stuff about your craft i mean you're doing podcast stuff you're doing marketing stuff you're doing music stuff just grab some books about that there's probably so much information in there take you from zero to 100 so quickly i i i underestimated books for a long time in my life and then i realized that songwriters and music um sorry i got a beep going on my my vacuum oh you're good i realized that there's so many people out there that that just want to they get to a certain point in their career and they just want to help they want to help you and and that help is out there so i just always tell people just to go find books there's so much information that you don't find online you can google stuff quickly but you won't find this this in-depth information online
0: yeah i think you know that just kind of goes back to when we're talking about people making hits It's kind of the whole idea of society is for the quick gratification of things, of getting that quick answer or getting that quick buck, getting that quick level of fame. I think that, you know, having that deeper appreciation for the art, the craft, and just studying it is what separates, Mm -hmm. you know, musicians that last Mm -hmm. a long time and those that have their five seconds of fame.
1: Yeah, that's really well put. That's definitely well put. I think so. I think so. Um, and you could, you could, you know, there's obviously always exceptions. And I'm sure you could put a lot of people into, you know, different categories on how they got there. But I think that the top musicians in the industry and the top artists in the art industry and the top producers in the producer industry and the top podcasters in the podcasting industry are all students of how to get better at what they're doing. And they're always evolving, always updating, always going back to the drawing board. and um, I, I strive to do the same thing. What do you think?: I agree. you know, I was,
0: I was looking at the, you know, the top 50 right before we got on this um, interview, yeah. and I had this weird I had, well, I had this weird idea, and it, it proved to be right, was that I think it was about four or five of the top 15 songs were all songs that were associated with tiktok dances and oh yeah it was this weird you know that goes back to the instant gratification it's like these songs are blowing up because of their association with a social media trend but what's the longevity there not saying they're not good songs
1: right right but It's, it's yeah man what is the longevity there so so i've got two things to say about that so i'm looking up the top 50 but it may not matter the smashing pumpkins singer said that you have four years if you're lucky in the music industry and i know that's just one person but i think that holds true you look around like mm, if you're lucky a band gets four years an artist gets four years and then they're kind of gone and uh, I think that you're right. What is the longevity of blowing up on TikTok and just being? But I don't know. I just don't know. My friends are in a punk rock band, and they had a song go wild on TikTok, and it it doubled their views on and listens on Spotify, got them on playlists. It's just. I
0: think it's 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 an avenue. It's like an opportunity. I think it's like what what you, an you do, but it can it can hurt you. Yeah. What do you do once you get that opportunity? Right. Yeah, that's true too because you know think back even to like little nas little nas blew up for old town road mm-hmm. and he had like five or like i mean not probably not five but he had multiple remixes of that song and each time he brought on more and more artists yeah but it's that same thing of like where are you going from there where are you going from there it's like Nowhere. it's you That's hit the it. top right away
1: yeah I felt that way about the Mumford and Sons. They got pigeonholed. They had like one great album, and then they they were like, "Come on, come on, more albums!" And they just didn't. They, I don't know. You know, I don't. But yeah, you're right. Where do you go from there? It's it's just, it's got to be so difficult to. Maybe you don't need to go anywhere from there. Maybe you're set for life. That's all you got. That's all you needed. Um, if you're cool with that, then, yeah no just crush it with that one song for the next 40 years and be a one-hit wonder but i don't want to be that i would like to be something greater i don't know i'd like to be able to produce one-hit wonders all the time i mean led, Zepp- led zeppelin that's that's a good example of of an artist that just the beatles that's another good example people that just hit one-hit wonders like every other month they're just knocking out singles It was sounding great, and that was because they figured out how to produce a product, and they put the time in. Were you looking at the global top 50, or were you looking at the United States top 50? It was the United States top 50 on Spotify. It might be a little different globally. Ready Rich, Travis Scott, Lil Mosey, Dua Lipa. Mm. Yeah, The Weeknd's got uh, two in the top 10. He just put out a record, so my brother really liked it. I have not listened to it yet. It's got some good songs yeah. on there
0: apparently there's some yeah. speculation that some several of his songs are about his ex-girlfriend
1: so that's the the talking points but oh okay so it's like a, it's a drama it's a, yeah it's, that's smart that's smart though that's you, you know make a story out of it
0: i think that's exactly we're going back to the stories it's it's about <laughs> i think that's a, the thing about you know what makes music so relatable is even though like neither you or i have reached that status that the weekend has we can relate to some of the stories he tells. They're human mm-hmm. stories. No matter if you're rich or poor,
1: there's stories that everybody can relate to. Definitely. Um, there's stories that have been told over and over and over and over again. And yeah, with different characters. And they need to be told more because people don't even realize, look at the Lion King. That's a beautiful story. Lion King's got a great underlying backstory that nobody even realizes and it's the same thing with movies storytelling it's i think that so many people nowadays lose that and they just do what's hot they do whatever they want to do to get on tiktok they do whatever's going to get them quick buck they do whatever hashtag's hot you know they say whatever they want they'll put whatever in a movie to make it relevant and they lose the story they lose the underlying story and that's what's going to make it last if they would if you know if they would focus more on the story and connecting with the audience rather than you know pushing whatever they're trying to push i i believe that that it would last for a lot a lot longer
0: definitely so obviously our audience can't see this but you've got a pretty cool setup behind you you got your oh, yeah, little studio insane. in your room um How does that go, that production process? Because, you know, I've known you for a little while and I've known that you're pretty much a whiz when it comes to audio. Um, Getting there? Well, I think you're pretty good at it. But I think that's one of the things that, you know, when we talk about, you know, the longevity of artists, all artists start somewhere. You know, that all artists start producing, editing, everything, virtually by themselves or with a friend, you know, in the room. I know that Billie Eilish... And her brother recorded her first big album in their parent, like their bedroom back home. They're great.
1: They're great. They're now their parents are famous, but still, I'm huh. not knocking on them. Their music <laughs> is great. <laughs> I get super, I get super upset about uh, child stars whose parents are already famous because it's just you know it's like I'm just I'm just I, I guess I admire it. I wish that my parents were famous too. It would be super awesome to have those opportunities. But moving forward, I'm sorry. Yeah, I think there's a level of pressure there, but You were yeah. talking about we were talking about well, we are talking about what's in the room.
0: Yeah, um, talking about your, you know, kind of your setup well. and like how you produce your music.
1: Uh I I I do everything basically, um basically, yeah, in at home. And I done a couple of projects in studios, but I I don't know. Sometimes it's worth it, sometimes it's not. It depends on the, the project what what are you going for what sound are you going for if i'm going for something that's going to be that needs high production value that, that needs really nice drums and really nice piano on it then i need to go into a studio but if i can do something that's i don't know maybe a little simpler i can do it at home and at this point i've gotten to the point where i can pretty much do anything at home i've uh partnered up with a couple of my friends and got some cool gear going on and this is uh my buddy Dustin's control 24 back here it's just a big mixing board that connects with your computer that you can kind of run your digital audio workstation on your computer and it's uh connected to this giant mixing board which is really just a, a keyboard and um yeah I don't know I I recorded my last album actually at uncw in the music department in the uh quiet rooms there just brought actually this interface that you see earlier just a two-track interface and, and a preamp and some microphones this microphone actually and yeah i recorded it and then i actually worked with the studio to mix the, the recordings afterwards and that was a good approach. I think that you should get as many ears as you can on on, uh, on your, your records. And I think that's why I'm so jealous of people like Billie Eilish and her brother, because they they, ha- they probably have connections. They probably have people in the industry that can get ears on it before it goes out. If you can get your, your music on 10 to 12 really trained ears before it goes out, people who really know music, they're going to give you enough feedback to where when it comes out, it's going to be listenable it's going to connect with a lot of people and uh it's t- that's hard to build that's hard to build a network of people who really have good ears trained ears I mean, it's very difficult but um it it's definitely worth it to share your music if you're going to especially if you're going to do it at home and not with with an engineer and in a studio with a lot of people before it comes out and i guess that's what i'm learning along the way as i do it more and more is that you just have to collaborate more and more Um, With people behind the scenes. Yeah, I think that, you know, they all they often say, you know,
0: a Lot of being successful isn't necessarily what you know, but who you know, I think that That's definitely true in the music industry to some extent like obviously you have to be talented and you have to You know have a drive to succeed but connections
1: Really are what make
0: make or break musicians. I feel like
1: yeah, I'm, I'm constantly, constantly trying to find new people to, to hang out with and learn from, and especially Wilmington. Wilmington's beautiful. It's, it's like a little Hollywood. And it's just, where I'm from, it's all farmland. You know, you have a few people that can play. But here you've got people from all over the world um, coming and going. And people who know things, people who are artists. And uh, I've been lucky enough to take lessons with some really, really good musicians in town. Shout out to Nyla Sioni and Justin Cody Fox and uh kenneth force um all these people who have taught me along the way and uh i think that if you can basically collaborate with more and more people who know more than you do uh, in time in time you'll uh you'll you'll get yours you'll get your moment to shine definitely i think that's one thing that you know obviously people that are f- from
0: wilmington you know went to school down there can kind of appreciate all the talent that's in Wilmington but I don't think a lot of people know about it there's so many talented artists down there in Wilmington whether it be mm-hmm. musicians whether it be you know
1: videographers photographers it really is kind of like a little Hollywood the strings you heard on the uh, the record there is probably better days um and that's a song off my most recent record Second Things First and I actually had Dr. Daniela. This, Gualdi, who is a PhD in concert violin from Carnegie Hall, played the violin on that record, that particular song. And um, yeah, she's taught me a lot along the way. She, uh, she, I worked under underneath her in the music department while I was studying. And she just, you know, she taught me a lot about life. She taught me a lot about being a, a musician, a performing artist. And you just, yeah, you don't get that everywhere. You certainly don't get it in Farmtown, Ohio. Definitely not.
0: Um, so for this last little bit of our episode, I really love to give you an opportunity to plug some of your work, you know, let us know what's coming up. Let us know what we need to listen to and just let everybody know what's coming next for chase Johansson.
1: Okay. So I'm i I'll, I'll plug myself, but then I'm going to plug some other people so that, uh, that it's justified. Um, my name is Chase Johansson, J-O-H-A-N-S-O-N, S-S-O-N. It used to be like Scarlett Johansson, but now it's not. Came to America, J-O-H-A-N-S-O-N. <laughs> Look me up on Spotify or iTunes. You can check out my work at chasejohansonmusic.com. Follow the journey there. We're always posting updates. My Instagram's Johansson. All my handles are at Johansson. Very simple. Connect with me and uh, ask me questions. Asked me to do covers. I love music. I pretty much do it every day. And I love people who also love music. Some of my favorite artists right now, uh, because I talked poorly about her, I'll say the hottest artist right now, in my opinion, is Billie Eilish. Just because her voice is amazing. It's just so pure. It's just... Anyways. Yeah, I think she has such a unique
0: tone. And I think that's one of those things that like in music is... I didn't want to like her, but I
1: I just I listen. Yeah, to her. it's it's so I love her voice, and her brothers does a, a amazing job in the in the production end of it. It's just it's top of the line. It's it's really cool. They just stepped into their own zone, and uh, some other artists out there that are hot right now. Sister Sandy, go check out Bad Bad Not Good. Like I said, Christian Scott, um, and uh, Kruangbin, and yeah, that's really who I've been listening to so some some really up and coming artists um what else you got oh yeah, i got one more thing to say oh i was i was i was recently nominated for uh best male musician yeah in wilmington for for encore magazine whatever that means um well, it's a great honor it is but uh i i don't know if i'm going to uh I don't know if I'll be able to hear back before then. So we'll find the results out uh, next week. So, so maybe, maybe before the show or when this show airs, we can, we can have an answer.
0: Definitely. We can uh, yeah. definitely post something up on social media to let the listeners know if you know, it happens uh, after this episode comes out, right. but whether or not right. you want or not, that's a, that's a great honor. And I, you know, Encore does a good job there down in Wilmington. So
1: yeah, they do. I'm, I'm up against some really good people which is why i guess i've been a, a little bit nervous but uh, i also have some really good support through it all and uh people are really crossing their fingers for us and uh i don't know i, I think we got a good shot definitely awesome well thank you
0: chase for coming and joining us on the show uh it means a Thanks lot for him. you uh coming and join us everybody please make sure to go check out chase johansson on spotify and every streaming platform out there just go check them out check them out on social media YouTube, YouTube. I'm trying to build up the videos this year. Awesome. Well, we'd love to link some of those to our uh, our
1: page. But thank you once again for joining us, Chase. So We'll see you next time on the show. I uh, hope to be back in the future. And when you've got some other artists on, you've got some wide perspective, and you can you can school me. <laughs> yeah, I'll bring you back on. Give you give you some uh, lessons in some musical and musical tips, tips, music and whatnot. What some other artists are doing out there. <laughs> <But> thanks, <laughs> that's course. awesome. I wish you the best.
0: This podcast was brought to you by Dogwood Creative Co. Dogwood Creative is a local marketing and creative agency based in Raleigh, North Carolina that's dedicated to connecting today's businesses with tomorrow's customers. To learn more, visit dogwoodcreative.co. That's dogwoodcreative.co.